0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. if you fly fish long enough or spend enough time outdoors fishing or hunting or trapping you probably have some funny stories to tell and that's what we're going to do today dave and i are going to swap some stories of funny moments in the great outdoors and
1: this is Part one only.
0: That's right. We got a lot of things we could talk about.
1: Right. So this will be the first one in a series that will drip in over I don't know several years where we talk about these funny stories as the, as we accumulate
0: them. That's right. And these are going to be fly fishing, but they're also going to be some things about hunting and uh, just our experiences yeah, it's in the funny outdoors. Funny
1: stories from the outdoors. Yep,
0: exactly. One of the stories I wanted to tell is about fly fishing with my uncle Ivan. Uh, my uncle Ivan was a really hardcore outdoors. Alive. he is you know he's 86 he lives in northern Pennsylvania or central Pennsylvania and and he still hunts and and he makes maple syrup and I mean he, he just lives he's off a the character land. he really is he's a character so years ago back in the 70s late 1970s when I was in high school uh, my my folks and, and our family and and my uncle Ivan and his family we spent a week together in Rocky Mountain National Park and and one of the places we liked to fish was called Moraine Park. It's, uh, it's this beautiful meadow and the big Thompson River runs down through it. And it was right at the time when uh, Rocky Mountain National Park had put into effect rules that you could not use bait. You know, it had to be uh, artificial lures or artificial flies. Uh, no bait, no worms, no salmon eggs, nothing like that. So we go out one day and, and we're we're fly fishing and uh, my goodness, my uncle Ivan was uh, catching four fish for every one that i did now yeah he he's just one of those guys he's a fish magnet he's a a better outdoorsman but i thought all right what's up with this you know no way (laughs) so i went over and said you know uncle ivan what you know what, what what are you using what fly are you using and he showed me this fly that looked like you know like it was you know three strands of uh you know of hair with nothing on it and i I kind of looked at him with this puzzled look, and then he looked at me kind of sheepishly and said, "Well, he says I've been putting some uh, some pieces of ham for my ham sandwich." <laughs> I said, "What?" And he, he says, "Well, I figure that they can't find you for fishing with your sandwich." And I thought, "Well, no, but I don't think that's quite the point, you know." I I thought, "Great, what's he going to do next time? Have have worms in his sandwich?" <laughs>
1: So, he is such a character. Oh, yeah, you told he, me so many stories. Oh, about I him know Zubias. he really is.
0: I'm sure we'll have some more of them on future podcasts. I I really love uh, fishing and hunting with him. It was it was always an adventure, and he was a great guy.
1: You know that reminds me of a story um, years ago. You and I remember we found uh, that creek near Augusta, Montana, called oh, Elk Creek. Oh, that, I love that. And we just had some banner days there. Where oh my gosh, where the brown you catch browns and brookies and. rainbows and they had those deep beaver ponds that was great uh, eventually silted out but for a couple years they were awesome where I would go back um, you and I fished those um, creeks or fished Elk Creek usually in the fall I think right yeah we did so in the following summer or it was back in the early 80s I took a friend from my hometown Bismarck North Dakota and we decided to do a camping trip and fish Elk Creek and if you took the road that went past Elk Creek all the way up you ended up in National Forest, and so we camped up there. Yeah, and
0: up in the Scapegoat Wilderness, yeah, the scapegoat too. We used wilderness. to camp yep. there, yep.
1: So one night we were camping there, and it's, it's probably had to be midnight, dead asleep. So my friend Dean and I were sleeping, and suddenly there was this unbelievable noise, barking, the roar of a truck. Oh, no. And, and fortunately, we weren't carrying like any firearms or anything, because I think we would have pulled it out and started shooting, right? But we were in a dead sleep, and you're in the middle of nowhere, so you do not expect anything like this. And it was basically some guys hunting uh, coons, raccoons. And so they had unleashed the dogs, and they had descended onto our camp. Like, they must have chased a raccoon near the camp or something. But it, was, it wasn't it was really actually a funny moment. It was like one of those. Oh,
0: man. Your heart just starts beating like crazy. Fun moments when you look
1: back on it, but in the moment, you're thinking you're going to die.
0: Oh, man. You know, that reminds me. You talk about people kind of interrupting your uh, your, your, solitude and your quietness. Uh, back when my folks lived about 35 miles north of Yolanda. Yellowstone National Park. One day for one year for their wedding anniversary, my brothers and our families, uh, we took them up to the park and just grilled some steaks uh, you know, just, just for their anniversary dinner. And I think we were somewhere near Indian Creek Campground, but there was a, a, you know, at five, six o'clock, by then all the tourists, most of them have gone back to their campers or their hotel or wherever and pretty much have the place to yourself. So we just stopped at a, at a picnic area. And we're, uh, um, you know, we're, we're eating, you know, our steak dinner, and there was a coyote that, that kind of circled around. It was obvious this thing had been fed. It just circles around our picnic table, and you know, <laughs> we kind of got a kick of it out of it. And I think we had the sense not to feed it. But all of a sudden, as we're eating, this cart pulls into the this little picnic area, and it sees this coyote, and it roars right over to where we are, and down comes the window, and out comes a video camera. Well, you have to know my brothers, you know them, Dave and Mark, yeah. they, they have no tolerance for tourists. And so... Especially Mark. Oh, yeah, Mark. He really doesn't. Well, well my brother, Dave, uh, I don't thought of this, it's how his mind works, but all of a sudden he yelled, spot, come back here, you stupid dog, leave those people alone. <laughs> and the video camera went back inside and the window went up and boy, they got out of there in a hurry. You know, embarrassed that they were taking photos of somebody's dog, which, which actually was a coyote. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. But, you know, my, my brother Dave is always good for stories. He is a great outdoorsman. And I've talked before about how he always... He's a always, natural athlete. Oh, he is. He always out fishes me, out hunts me. But uh, one year, uh, and, and I wasn't there, but he and my dad were hunting... Uh, you know the side of this mountain where where i had shot a a nice five-point bull elk a a year or two before it was up in the uh, it was up West Fork you know, of of, of Mill Creek kind of up in the uh, Beartooth of Zorky wilderness area and anyway my brother shot a a nice five-point bull and so he and my dad were uh, you know they were actually boning the meat out I mean it was pretty tough you couldn't you couldn't take the whole elk out of that place I mean even to get it down to a trail where you could pack it out so they're boning out the meat and my brother Dave, who tends to be accident-prone, I don't know how he did this, but he nicked his his thigh with his hunting knife. And, you know, of course, this is through his hunting pants. It cut right through his hunting pants and through his underwear, and he, he kind of nicked his thigh. So he, he pulls down his pants. Now, he's by this big tree in the middle of this park, what we, you know, in the West, you refer to just a big open meadow on a hillside. So he's in the middle of this. There's a tree. He... He pulls his pants down to get a look at this, and I guess his hunting pants are down at his his ankles. <laughs> and, and you know what it's like to run with uh, your, you know, your trousers down I at your ankles. I try not to do that often. <laughs> well, well, just then he hears this commotion, and I hear this bellow, and. And all of a sudden here comes this cow elk or this cow moose out of the brush about fifty yards away, coming right at him. And then right behind her is this big bull with these big paddles and and they're coming right for my brother. So here he is trying to shimmy over to a tree to you know to get by his rifle and and then about 10 yards before they arrived you know the the cow went one way the bull went another way i mean the cat the bull was just chasing the cow but dave thought oh no i've i've had it so you know it's uh, he's an accident waiting to happen oh we, man we've had a good laugh about that over the years well he
1: and i share the same name and uh speaking of hunting uh, when i was in high school uh, my parents sent me to a, a parochial school about 200 miles away so I lived in North Dakota but uh, the school I attended was in uh, central South Dakota So on the weekends occasionally we would go home to you know the kids place so I had a friend who was in my class and his name was Todd and we went to his, Home. It was actually a farm in North Dakota for the weekend. It Must have been a long weekend, and um, and he had a deer license. I had a deer license. So we were out deer hunting, so we um, we each had our firearms. I had a rifle. I, I think I took my dad's 30-30. It was sitting in his old Ford Bronco, and so we had stopped at a farmer's place to ask if we could hunt their property. So he is in the kitchen about. Thirty yards away from the truck, I stayed in the truck. So he's in the farmer's house, I'm in the truck, and I'm embarrassed to actually tell the story.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can guess what happens. Let me. Guess.
1: But I'm playing around with the 30/30, mm-hmm. right? Oh, no. So there's a oh, shell no. in
0: the chamber. Oh no, this does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> and somehow the gun went off well somehow, somehow. i pulled the yeah. hammer back oh and word. hit the oh trigger right word. it was complete oh, accident no so there's this boom and i'm inside the truck and I can hardly hear, right? Can you imagine this? I mean, you're deaf in that moment. But in my head, I'm thinking, look straight ahead, look straight ahead, because they're gonna look outside of the house and they're gonna think that, you, that the gun went off, but act as if it didn't, right? Oh, there so, you go. my ears are still ringing. What, and he, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so my ears are still ringing and he comes back oh, and, and he, it was his truck, it was his, it was his Ford Bronco. And, he comes back to the truck and he he looks at me and goes, Did that gun go off? And I was I was like, no, I I was I was you know, you wanted to deny yeah, it, yeah. right? It goes, Yeah, what gun, I said, yeah. I don't know what happened, you know, it just went off, you know. So and he was like so upset because it was his you know his dad's truck. And oh, and so man. we looked underneath the uh underneath the truck and uh, it was a miracle. The the oh. the bullet went cleared everything it didn't hit any of the tire rods none of the undercarriage it went directly It just basically there's this little um you know dime-sized hole in the floorboard and um oh. <laughs> and then he had to tell his dad and that was actually the worst thing right? oh man i don't think his dad ever allowed me to come back and hunt with him
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow there's a shock. <laughs> yeah exactly oh,
1: man. Uh, Oh, man, you know, the male brain when you're, you know, a sophomore oh, in high school.
0: I, you know, that's a problem. In your your late teens, early 20s, anything can happen. You know, that's like the time. You and I, when we, well, we lived in... Um, central montana near lewistown remember one day we were we were with a friend and of course his name is dave uh, we, we won't give you his last name to protect the guilty but uh dave was kind of accident prone in yeah, fact one really day was. we came back and and uh, we noticed his car down in, in this down in the ditch down nose down in this creek and remember running down there thinking oh no he's been hurt well i don't know what happened but he was fine got back to town and fixed the car yeah although remember though uh we were hanging out with some friends, and and a guy came running out with a in with a fire extinguisher and said, "Hey, Dave, oh, yeah. your, your your car's on fire." Well, we went out, and the dash just <laughs> melted because you know. when he he went down the impact, whatever he hit, did something starting electrical fire. Yeah, but that's not even the story. No. So, he, so remember, <laughs> he, he gets a new car, and I think it was a Chevy Chevette, or yeah, one of those, one of those uh, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Chevys. <laughs> well. We We were up in the mountains, I don't know if we were fishing or what we were doing, but we're driving down this mountain on a forest service road, it's a dirt road. And and Dave got the idea, you know, hey, it's really nice, I'm just going to let this thing coast, which now that I think of it, that would have been a disaster but he, he decided to what was the deal he decided oh he wanted to turn the car off and just, oh, that's just let it run right. down. well so p- first he puts it in neutral and yeah, lets yeah, it go down the yeah. which which is
1: fine it wasn't that
0: steep right yeah um it was steep right but it yeah. was if we'd gone on the other side, it would have been oh, bad. Yeah. But yeah, we're going down this hill. He, he so he puts it in neutral, then he turns the car off. But he he turns it back on accessory, so we can listen to the music. Of yeah, course. that was it. So he could listen to the radio or whatever he had in his tape player, and he turned it back a click to yeah to accessory, which locks the steering wheel. <laughs> And we had just gone around a, a, a curve, and so this thing is pointed to the right, and there's this big ditch, and and I'm sitting on the passenger side. The next thing I remember, I was in the back. Yeah, it's just seeing all these pine branches hitting the, uh, you know, the windshield. So it ended thinking, up really die. on its side. It It was did. on its, it was on its side. side, and he scraped the side of his car.
1: And if it, if we had gone off the other side,
0: oh, it was a I drop
1: know. off. Like how far? I mean, oh, we would have rolled. And
0: we would have still be rolled. It would have been bad. Thank yeah. the Lord for his safety on that oh, man. watching out for us in our in our 20s and of course we just thought that was hilarious now i look back and i shudder yeah no
1: kidding <laughs> well final story um several years ago in yellowstone park uh if you've listened to this podcast you know uh you know there's nothing better for us than you know a day or two in the park yeah good medicine yeah have- but uh, we were coming back, it was late in the day and we were way back to our hopper run and we were coming back and it was, it was dusk and we were, uh, there's a, just you can only rock along this trail to get back. There's really no other way to get back um, to the top of the cliff or where our car was parked. So it was about a four mile hike, about halfway back and the river's on your right side. Yep. We look up and there's a herd of bison in the middle of the trail. And Steve goes, oh man, what are we going to do? And I went, hey, you know, if we just keep walking, they're like lazy milk cows. Why don't we just, they'll get up and they'll move up the ravine. And Steve kind of pauses, and he goes, oh, okay. So we kept moving, and sure enough, the cows all get up. Maybe there's a couple bulls in there, and they start moving up the ravine, except for one bison. Yep, one big bull. One big bull, and he just stays there. And we kind of keep walking. It's like yeah. we're kind
0: of in denial. We keep the well. At some point, he's going to get up and follow Yes, me. Dave, you're the wise one. You told me he's going to leave. Yep. So... <laughs> <laughs> so At
1: some point, we we get, I don't know how close we were, maybe 75 yards, and we realize he's not getting up. So we stop. At that point, the bull gets up. And at this point, you can tell it's very curious. And so it starts walking towards us. And so we're in this moment where there's no place to go. You can't, now we have our waders on, but you can't wade the, the yellowstone. Yeah, that stone. was
0: really deep there and really fast. So, I mean, I'm, I'm planning on how I'm going to curl up in a... Float downstream. Posi- fetal position. Or no, not that. Just put my legs out and I'm going to float down the river and <laughs> hopefully I don't drown. So, while we're,
1: while we're like... In awe and in shock, the bull keeps coming. I think the bull got within 40 or 45 yards. Yeah, I think so. And finally stopped, switched its tail and then headed up the ravine following the rest yep. of the cows. So, or oh, the,
0: I mean, it was crazy. I know, it was. I think that's the same time we, we got our heart rate up going in. We we thought we saw a grizzly bear, remember? Oh, that's right. It's amazing how some of those stumps look like grizzlies. It was about
1: a hundred yards away and mm-hmm. we just get up over this little rise. There was this little park, a little flat area, and it was a tree that had been hit by lightning. But if, the, if I mean, from a hundred yards away, it looked like a grizzly. I don't, don't know that yeah. I've been scared since that those two days
0: <laughs> holy cow and it was funny to realize then it was a stump but we had seen a grizz on the way out remember yeah not, I, not that yeah, far yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. a mile from yeah. from tower fall so we, you know, we knew there were grizz in the area but uh, that's the kind of stuff that happens if you spend any time in the great outdoors a uh, lot of a lot of funny stuff yep a lot of funny
1: stuff and you know when you survive it it's even more fun yeah
0: that's <laughs> so, right that's the key exactly. you need to survive it or it's not tell very the story funny. yep <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today. What are your funny moments in the outdoors? We'd really like to hear them, so please tell us by going to com and commenting on this podcast link. What hilarious experiences have you had in the great outdoors? You can find
1: Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast feed on your mobile phone or tablet. Each week we publish a new episode of the podcast and a new article. Many listeners to Two Guys Podcasts use podcasts as their mobile app for the podcast. And you
0: can find podcasts in your app store. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.